1: We're talking real money.
2: Hello again, and welcome to the little get-together we call a show, a podcast, a gathering of minds who care about money. It's minds over money radio podcasting stuff. I'm Don McDonald, right right in the center of the target of a hurricane. It's not even a hurricane yet, and they're saying we're going to get hit with it. It's not even
3: a, it's just a number. It was just a number a few hours ago. Now wow. it even has now a it's, name. It's got a so.
2: name now. At least he has yeah. got a name. It's Ian. And Ian is coming to visit. Guess who's Unhappily. coming to dinner on Wednesday? So, uh, <laughs> uh, well, I'm Don McDonald. Tom's in the relative safety of the Pacific Northwest until you guys get hit by an wow. earthquake or something. And, yeah. uh, hey, we all have our crosses to bear climate and nature-wise, don't we? True. Something's going to kill us someday, somehow. But we want to talk about money with you, and we want to talk about all the things you do with it that involve spending it, making it, and and growing it. And there, is, there are some obsessions we have in the financial industry, and one of America's great obsessions is the idea of home ownership, owning real estate, buying real estate. And you know, strangely enough, real estate prices pretty much across the country, but v- particularly in hot markets, soared... Back before we got inflation. As a matter of fact, those soaring house prices helped bring about a good portion of the the inflation we're enjoying or not enjoying. And now? And And now? now, And now. (laughs) Yes. Now, remember, we talked about—you now. heard it here first a long time ago. When Seattle real estate prices were going way up and everybody said, they can't possibly go back down. I'm just going to wait until they go higher and higher and higher. To infinity and beyond! Guess Mm -hmm. what? The number Mm. one declining hot market in America, ladies and gentlemen, is... I'm pointing to you.
3: Oh, okay.
2: That's my cue. It's your (laughs) market. (laughs) I think you (laughs) should get to introduce (laughs) it. If it was Florida, I would introduce it.
3: Oh, I see. I get to be the bearer of bad news. Uh, That's according to Redfin, by the way. They say the Seattle area is... Cooled faster in recent months, more cooling than any other spot in the country. They, by the way, look at a number of factors, including prices, prices, sales, (laughs) inventory. No, and then how many properties have dropped in price while waiting for a buyer, which I think is very important. Mm. They're saying prices have dropped 10% from May to August, which is fairly dramatic. So I took liberty of (laughs) looking at my house to see what's happened because got to know how much that's worth, right? Wow. I've lost, in the last month, $72,459, oh, <laughs> dude, <laughs> which dude. it's pretty bad, actually. I'm going to have to call my wife and cancel dinner. Oh, you're uh, I now. mean, yeah, I mean, that's pretty dramatic. Wow. Uh, Did you look through Redfin number. or Zillow? That's Zillow. I don't know how to do Redfin. <laughs> you go to <laughs> redfin.com is... and type <laughs> oh, in your address. Okay. Oh, I guess my I God. That out. But here we go. This is pretty <clears throat> interesting, actually. So if you're out buying a home now, they're pretty fascinating. Um, the typical mortgage on a $775,000 home would be $3,300. That's what the, what the interest rates were. Not that mm-hmm. long ago, 3%. I think that's like six months ago, right? Now, if you go out and try and get a mortgage, it's going to be somewhere around six. So that thirty three hundred dollar payment has gone to forty four hundred dollars. So, yeah, you could see wow. how that impacts people trying to buy a home in today's market. And what I read is everything's freezing up. People are like, well, I don't want to move because I can't go get something at the interest rate of which I had, which is for you and I. It's in the mid twos, I think. Right. If we went out to oh, get a new yeah, interest, I'm right, at 2. Get five and a half six or
2: six two or something.
3: Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So it'd be crazy to go cash that in for something much higher you could see that how that would cool things down and again it was out of control the multiple i mean that wasn't that long ago a few months ago multiple yeah, offers I, know. I know i know whatever 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 much money it takes i'll do it so that's that sort of thing generally cannot continue my, forever and it is not
2: my wife and i were recently talking about that very thing the fact that we have i mean our price apparently has not gone down according to redfin Wow. We're still at we're still at where we were a month or two ago.
3: That's redfin.com. Redfin.com. And you type in your
2: address and look, there's your price. Oh, okay. Uh, but but here's the deal. Our, our because I mean we have a ton of equity, but we do have a mortgage. But our mortgage is only three thousand dollars a month.
3: Why would you change and,
2: it? And we have a garage apartment we
3: could rent for fifteen hundred a month.
2: Which would make no, our—actually,
3: I'm saving that for you to make sure yeah,
2: things work out. That would, that would out make between our our net $1,500 a month for a 4,000 square foot house. Why would we move?
1: Tom and Don are talking real money.
2: Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V E S T O R Y.com.
1: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real
2: money. So, what's the moral of our real estate story, Tom?
1: You
3: know, the moral moral, is there is there is. okay number one. I mean, any house purchase should not be bought with the premise of I'm going to make money quickly because you may or you may. You could you could you could get lucky and have bought five years ago and sold at the peak in February, whatever that could happen. But that's unlikely. Number two, you really this is the other problem I see is people. And it's not so bad today because interest rates are still on a relative basis fairly low. People get in over their heads. We've seen that right here in our neighborhood, where the guy went out and borrowed money, more money, gone. Two thousand eight had to give the home back. Number three, real estate, home, should really be bought for purposes of lifestyle, not for purposes of wealth. I think that's. It a good doesn't. Story. It doesn't have a great return over the long haul. I know and everybody thinks it's the biggest purchase I'm ever going to make, and it's. Mm,
2: no. You got to remember. <laughs> oh, this is the same story with everything we talk about. You've got to remember to is. consider the source. The source of all the hype hmm. about buying a home yeah. as an investor comes from yeah. whom? Guess real estate agents. industry. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The hype yeah. about buying insurance as an investment comes from whom? Real estate, or insurance business? agents. <laughs> real the hype again? about on. buying stocks and picking mutual funds comes from stockbrokers yeah or registered reps as they're called or as they call it like to call themselves financial advisors a meaningless term if there ever was one yeah so no i think that's fair the whole idea is you you your house is your home your Mm -hmm. house is your home period if you make money on it and you just happen to want to move at that time congratulations yeah. That should be as far as it goes. If you want, well, no,
3: you could do it as a business if you want. You could buy rentals and no, do no, all no, that. No, 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 that's different. We're talking about investments. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah okay. if you want to open a dry cleaner, okay, buck the trend. <laughs> if, really if you want to, way down. if you want to open a food yeah.
2: truck, okay, open a food truck. Mm, you know, that's no, a don't, business. No, don't open
3: a food truck. I'm but just but they're say all that right
2: businesses. Now. When it comes to yeah. investing, if you're going to invest in real estate, invest in it. You invest through a publicly traded real estate investment trust
3: fund. Yeah, I think ETF. that's fair. Period. Or again, as I said, if you want to be in the business of I just said that buying I... things and operating. No, them, kind of, that's kinda. a business. Then build yeah, okay.
2: a build a build a TV repair business. Okay, that's a bad one. You can't do those anymore. Build an iPhone <laughs> repair just business. Throw oh, them away. No, that buy anymore. a new one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, wait, become a plumber. That is a great business. Actually, it is. By the way, way, because there
3: was a great piece recently that I absolutely love written by some, I think, written by our old friend, to dimensional fund advisors talking about how stocks, how companies appreciate. Which stock do you think did better? This is fascinating to me. Did better between 1990 and I think it's 2020. Well, since we're right, uh, talking about plumbing, American Standard? No, no, uh, no. There's only two involved. One was Microsoft, mm, oh. and the other was uh, Ross Clothing. Oh, Ross Dress for Success, oh, et cetera. I, Ross
2: Dress for Success, yeah. Whatever it, it must, is. The yeah, trick question. It must be Ross. Yeah, I know.
3: It is. Yeah, it, the, the price, the shares of that company are up 189 times in that period of time. Poor old Microsoft's only up 100 times. I mean, it's fascinating to me. But think that through. If you stood back and said, well, this one's cutting edge technology, software, blah, blah, blah. And this one's, no offense, I've never shopped there, so I don't know what it's like. Debbie does. Okay. And so no offense. But but Tom, Tom,
2: (laughs) Tom, 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 Yeah. to be fair, when was the last time you shopped in a store?
3: In any
2: store anywhere a long time yeah my friend. so let's be fair i just about bought this. a vest online i don't even go right, for right. It for right. Anything. i mean yeah, i so bought i went money. i looked at my closet and i went you know these t-shirts are getting a little ratty i went to eddie bauer <laughs> bought some more t-shirts i went ah oh, you know i need a couple of button downs went to uh went to uh, uh orvis bought a couple of shirts
3: debbie where'd you see, get the attractive neck thing from uh, that's that from? that's
2: from amazon as a matter of fact yeah, uh okay. and okay. then of course what does debbie have to do she goes to the Eddie Bauer store yeah, to buy clothes.
3: She, she goes to the store. She likes that kind of thing. Uh, I don't have any interest. No, she loves none. trying stuff on. Yeah, and by the way, if you don't call, I'm going to talk about what I'm going to do this afternoon with my grandson. So oh, my I was going to talk.
2: Call. I was going to bring that up <laughs> later anyway.
3: I'm going to say, so
4: right it's now, my be, suggestion Tom, is to
2: call. It'll be Tom <laughs> Tom as grew and his grandchildren and his little minions. <laughs> All going to the theater going, no, I, know, I, you're think going the a, I think it's the other way around, but okay.
3: Yeah. More like I'm the minion. So anyway, you, they got you. So don't go. call. So yeah. No, no, I've got calls. About
2: that. I've got calls. Ah, okay. okay. These Please. were called in to 855-935-TALK, which is our number, but they were called in when we weren't actually here live taking calls, which we are now, unless of course you're listening to the podcast and then we aren't. And if it gets any more confusing, my head will explode. Now, We have one that came in. Let me make sure the button is properly pushed. because Push the button. I push the button. I hit this button.
5: Yeah, hi. This is Lou calling from Pacific Northwest. I've got a Roth IRA for my wife and I, and we max it out annually, both of us. And I have purchased some stocks in the Roth IRA when it was down in 2020. And so I've got some gains on those, and I was wondering if I can sell them, in the Roth, and then reinvest it in the Roth. Um, not quite sure how to do all that. So, and if there's any tax consequences, or if I'm able to even just contribute all of the funds, profits, you know, that I made on it, um, you know, not ex- and still contribute my seven thousand
2: for the year. Uh, that's my question. Thanks. That's a good question. Yeah. And it's an easy. A Roth,
3: one. yeah, a Roth he, IRA is money that goes into a retirement account that you've already paid tax on, versus a regular individual retirement account or traditional four hundred one k pre tax. So this is after tax money. You put it in there. You bought stocks. We saw ran into somebody yesterday who has about twenty five stocks in his for reasons I don't understand. And now maybe you've wised up and say, well, I could own a couple of mutual funds or exchange traded funds and be more diversified. Great. Yes, you can go ahead and sell all those and do the right thing with no tax consequence. No Zero. tax
2: consequence. Period. Not now, not in the future. None. Nope. But it And it does in no way, shape or form affect your ability to make future contributions gains inside the ira are just gains inside the ira they have nothing they're totally different from your contributions so yes you can still do the seven thousand and move the money around however you wish without any tax consequence
3: i gotta ask you a question because this came up at my class a week ago yeah
2: i wasn't there somebody asked
3: in your i know that's why i'm asking you asked it with your roth 401k which are becoming more and more popular which you said last week, you think young people shouldn't even use the traditional 401k. at all, yeah, no, all go into the Roth. They all go Especially if their tax rate is relatively low. Um, do you have to draw the Roth 401k the same as you would a, Roth, a, a traditional 401k? Draw the money out at age 72? No, of course not. Yes. No, you do. Oh, you do.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Roth, mm-hmm. Roth IRA. Yes. Different world. Yeah
3: different world
2: 401ks are yeah. a different world You're money's right. got to come About out me. it's got to come go. out but you don't right. pay taxes on it
3: you don't pay any tax
2: on but it's got to so. start coming out yeah, yeah that's right because uh, i don't know why it makes no sense whatsoever
3: me either but.
2: uh but that's right iras is what i was thinking there you go yep my brain anyway
3: there you go right, there you so go. yeah don't no, go ahead those but please sell the stocks buy we give you a three fund portfolio a friend paul merriman gives you a five ten fund pardon me 20 fund 30 rebuild, 30 fund, 40 fund <laughs> Be diversified, man.
2: 855-935-TALK. Why don't you call us while we're here, live? But if you don't want to, you can call us when we're not here. Eight five five nine three five 935
1: talk Tom and Don are talking real money.
2: A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at vestry.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com.
1: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
2: We're here to help make money make sense so you can make more money on Talking Real Money. I'm Don. That's Tom. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. And Dennis is sitting on the line waiting for us. Hey, Dennis, welcome to the show.
5: Well, thank you, you two great gentlemen and uh, everyone that's listening If you're not able to, uh, if you haven't done it, go to the Maiden Bower when they're in, and they they have Investory. uh, And I'm sorry to promote it, but it's a great, great company. And uh, you were talking about uh, a home. Well, I got 1.34 acres with a home, so the land's a little more um, uh, desirable for We'll say developers, but it's the investment, whether you make it with uh, uh, the – when you go to the great uh, – what do you want to call it – advisors uh, to help it. But if you have property um, – I thought you were
2: talking about heaven you, for a minute. I thought – Beyond. The great advisor the, great beyond.
5: In the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But no, you – you two, you two gentlemen, whether it's Florida to Seattle or Seattle to Florida, God love you because you really do give everyone some great information. And uh, uh, Mr. Tomcock, Mr. Don McDonald, thank you for what you give everyone. I just wanted to say that. Thank and, you. And, uh, yeah, I got some property, but thank you, both of you gentlemen.
2: Well, good luck with your property, and thank you very much for thank the you. kind words. We That's appreciate nice. it a great deal.
4: Yeah, it's
3: an interesting, but that's an interesting point. By the way, having property, right, land, that, raw that land, land, that develop land developable, developable land. Sure, that's a whole different. I wouldn't buy something to develop, but if you own something that could be developed, well, that could certainly be a source of a lot of money. You know, a lot of money, especially mm-hmm. in today's world. We just have we have a a, a brand new client who just sold. Couple of acres somewhere and it's it's gonna it's developable. It's gonna it's worth eight a lot. Are you of selling money. In, off any of the back forty there at your place? I'd like to sell that swamp. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't think let, Anybody want to load a
3: road in the land? <laughs> I don't think it's swamp. I haven't been out there in a while. I think the swamp is dried up, my friend. We haven't had rain here in so long. Driest <laughs> summer, I think they said in history. So
2: don't worry. It'll be back. It's coming. <laughs> I got that to look Kind of like when too. Oh, we haven't had a hurricane in ages.
3: Yeah. Don't well, worry. What?
2: They'll be back.
3: <laughs> no water, no power, <laughs> and less shingles. That's no, like no, fun. no. Okay, here's the deal. You missed the story.
2: In every single hurricane we've had, and we had in one year, we had Charlie, Francis, and Gene all cross over our house. The eyes wow. went over our house on three, t- three hurricanes. We never lost power. Never. Really? Lost power. Never. Is that
3: a Disney legacy thing? It's or because we
2: are one of the few communities with... Totally underground power, yeah, and we never lost water because of the underground power. That kind of helps keep that bumping. And uh, we we uh, we did we lost a shingle because we're inland and the house was built to hurricane standards. It, it has like, straps. Uh, straps. Or it does. Right? It something literally has. Lift up. The house That's has weird. steel straps that go from the concrete foundation up through the walls, over the roof, and back down the other side to the concrete foundation. So. Unless it's a category five and you just don't get a category five this far inland yet. Of course, global warning, who knows? Uh, but for now, I'm not you will not see me panicking. Matter of fact, maybe I'll just sit here on Wednesday and do live coverage. Dude, wait a minute,
3: wait what? a minute, wait a minute. What? What? You can't you couldn't panic if you wanted with those pills you're on right now. You're like so mellow it's this one I'm only
2: wow. I'm only on a muscle relaxant right now. That's all. Just
3: a not really. I gotta, I gotta get you going on something, maybe a variable annuity of some kind or an equity index annuity oh, product. Yeah, you know, see, I, I get people you can rise tell me Somehow,
2: it's a matter of fact. I got this invitation right here in front of me. Yeah, I, I, oh, do. I No, there.
3: do you see it? Yeah,
2: yeah I do. I got one of those says, in the mail the other day too. You're invited yeah. to this special oh, yeah. event for t- retirees mm. and those soon to retire. Join <laughs> us for a complimentary meal at Ruth's Chris yeah. Steakhouse.
3: Yay! But mm. it
2: says down here in the fine print. Uh, must be 55 or older. agents and advisors are not permitted. Come on, come on. Yeah, spoiled sports. They won't let me go get a free steak and, a, and, a, and an indexed annuity sales pitch. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com.
1: Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money.
2: Hi, welcome back. We talk about...
1: funny
4: it's
2: in the name of the show real money real money and yet Mm. way too often you guys want to make us talk about unreal money because you keep playing with unreal money things you keep finding and it's particularly those of you who are not baby boomers yeah you boomers no no no, they're not boomers they're I know millennials they are they're Gen Xers. Sometimes
3: we're kind of logical. I know we get a bad no, no, rep No, 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 no. kind of we're logical. Place, but... We're not lo- we're
2: not it's not oh, that we're okay. more logical. It's that we've been here longer. I see we're just sort of
3: skeptical. Well,
2: we've seen more stuff than the kids yeah. have. And mm-hmm. one of one of our fellow boomers, a boomer, <laughs> a boomer with <laughs> yeah. bigger name recognition and a whole lot <laughs> more true. money than we have.
3: <laughs> that's a good point.
2: A whole lot more money. Yeah. He just yes. happens to run a little bank. A little, mm. yeah. a little bank called J.P. Morgan Chase. Yeah. little bank, a little brokerage firm. We don't like J.P. Morgan Chase all that much. Well, I mean, as a bank, I'm sure they're fine. My mom uses them. But we don't like the stockbroker part of it. But that's, that's that's not the issue here. That's not the issue. Wednesday, the CEO of that their bank, the aforementioned J.P. Morgan Chase, a guy by the name of Jamie Dimon. Jamie Dimon. Sounds a little mobsterish, doesn't he? Hey, Jamie Dimon. Jamie, Jamie said to Congress, I, I, Jamie Diamond, okay, no, that's not what he said. He said, I'm a major skeptic on crypto tokens like Bitcoin. Then he added, (laughs) they are decentralized Ponzi schemes, and the notion that it's good for anybody is unbelievable.
3: Well, And he added, it's dangerous. He mentioned, by the way, that people have do lost the voice. billions of Come on, dollars. Do the voice.
4: Come I on. can't do the Come voice. On, do the voice. No, I can't uh, do it. I'm do no the actor.
3: <laughs> I lost billions through hacks. Yeah, you heard of those? Thefts. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Fraud. Sure. And then, of course, there's always the money laundering issues associated with sex trafficking. By the way, you want to read up on something that people said was kind of the safe part of all of this the people holding those for you, right, at Celsius, for example. Imagine you take your money down to your bank and you put it in there and then you wake up one day want to go get that, and then you go to get that and you find out that, hmm, it's no longer there. Oh, 1929, not, 1929, yeah, very familiar. Say, well, it hasn't happened in this country for almost 100 years, even though people still think it's a possibility. I, I don't. But anyway, that's what happened with – like Celsius, right? It just all of a sudden, no, we don't have the money anymore. And it turned out that they were making, they were, they were paying people seventeen percent on their money. Where in the anyway? Don't get me going on this. Well, that. But Jamie of course, is exactly of course,
2: right. I want to believe. When you tell me I could get seventeen percent, I'm going to suspend disbelief. I'm going yeah. to believe you because you said it
3: was true and you wouldn't lie. No. Not to do that. Sure. Absolutely No, Come on. So anyway, so Jamie Dimon uh, was, I think, testifying right before Congress. Yeah, he was. House Financial Services Committee. Yeah. And he used those exact words. Yeah. It, he before is called Bitcoin worthless. Mm-hmm. Um, And you pointed out at the top of the show that a nice balanced portfolio of, well, let's just say, 30% stocks, 20% bonds, 10% cash, and then everything else in Bitcoin this year. How much has that gone down? Wow. I mean, half, maybe and, and more.
2: What I find anyway. very, very interesting is that uh, now you and I, we really have no vested interest in whether Bitcoin fails or succeeds. We're not short Bitcoin. We're not long Bitcoin. Nope. We, we would never suggest it to anyone because we we have not heard the compelling case for Bitcoin or its ilk. We haven't heard it. Give us a compelling case. But people keep calling us and saying, you just don't get it. I don't get You're what? You're old-fashioned. I don't what get I what. What am I going to use Bitcoin for? Well, in case the global economy collapses. Oh, no, no, no. Don't give me that stupid argument again. That one is is just ridiculous.
3: That's but, canned food and ammo.
2: Yeah. It's very interesting to see somebody like Jamie Dimon, who's a very wealthy man, runs a big bank, saying that this is a Ponzi scheme across the board— not just the Ponzi schemes are Ponzi schemes, but the whole thing is a Ponzi scheme. And then you hear from crazy Michael Saylor, who was the CEO of MicroStrategy, a legitimate computing firm. Yeah,
3: he invested
2: yep. every penny of his company's money in crypto. And he did it just before the crash.
3: And how's that working out? Now,
2: Well, what does so Michael Saylor, he can get some news, particularly from people like Market Watch. And so what does Michael Saylor say at Market Watch's best new ideas in money festival? He says that Bitcoin is about ready to go back to above sixty five thousand dollars a coin. Now, does he have a vested interest? Think about it. 855-935-TALK is our number. Give us a call, please.
1: Tom and Don are talking real money.
2: A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com.
1: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are
2: talking real money. Yeah, give us a call 935 talk. I just find this Michael Sailor story fascinating. It should be it should be made into a movie.
3: How much did he My, pour into again, this? Into is a great story. Porns.
2: Michael Saylor started a company called MicroStrategy many years ago, and
3: I know the company. It, yeah,
2: it did well for a while, but in mm-hmm, twenty twenty during the pandemic, it wasn't doing as well. And he said he reached a moment of truth, deciding what to do with the company. So what he did. Was he took all the company's money, borrowed against it, borrowed against it, and went to Vegas and put it down on black. No. Oh, what? No, the equivalent thereof. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> okay. So, can you imagine betting your entire company on black? It's like, no. yay, okay, this is it. One spin. <laughs> it's either <laughs> win breath. or lose. And then I still owe on the debt if I lose. Yeah. So anyway, bad he, times. he bought Bitcoin with that four billion dollars at an average price four billion dollars, four billion with a B,
3: with a B, yeah, he,
2: at an average price of thirty thousand dollars per coin. Now he looked like a genius in twenty twenty one
3: when it was up to when it was 60, up to sixty five
2: thousand dollars a coin. He yeah, he doubled, more, doubled his more doubled his money. Sell then? Oh no 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 no! You don't Come sell on, you, you hodl oh. you hodl. You hodle and you yodel. You yodel while you're hodling. <laughs>
0: hodle.
2: Anyway, Yolo,
0: FOMO, he hodled.
2: Yeah. He hodled. Yeah. And now his yeah. four billion dollar investment is worth 2.5 billion. Jeez. That's but wow. But but, but he's ever confident. <laughs> I don't know how the he better can Better times are ahead. The better times are ahead. He tells yeah. the press. In hopes that will be, it will become a self fulfilling prophecy.
3: Hope is not a strategy. By okay. Nor is YOLO, FOMO, or the rest of them. All those, okay.
2: All those well. YODOS. I started to watch a documentary on Netflix or somewhere.
3: Which one? About Which one? it
2: was about the, the 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 hodling thing and the the eh, GameStop and it, it. I couldn't watch it because it was apparently made by millennials. So it's lots of flashing things, and I'm going. I can't. I can't watch this. Stop. You know, it's a money story, watching, but I couldn't watch it. I'm
3: watching the one right now about the Italian woman who had the belly cream that then later got into some sort of financial scam. It's on Netflix.
2: Oh, I've totally missed the. Be- no, this? pardon
3: me. Belly reduction. What's the stuff. name you, of it? It's like. I can't look uh, it up. I don't know the name. It pop. This stuff always comes up. I think it's because I watch all this stuff. It just comes yeah, up on it my does. Netflix feed. It does. So it's something relatively new. It's. I think it's her name, which I. Okay. I don't. I don't. Know. I, I've I just, been looking for a good documentary,
2: but I tried. It, no, that it's one good. Was terrible. You'd
3: enjoy it All because right. she's making something from sure. algae that you rub on your stomach, and sure. it reduces the size of your stomach. Oh,
2: sure, that works. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. But and, and her point was, wait, I love it on the show. She says, "Well, if it's a fraud, how come people were buying it for twenty years?" Because people are stupid, ma'am. I don't want to say. <laughs> just,
2: I'll probably anyway. like it because uh, when I was uh, uh, in my late teens, I used to manufacture. Soft Cosmetic Wax. You know what that is?
5: No, I don't. (laughs) Leg (laughs) Wax. I have no idea. Leg Wax.
3: Leg Wax. I used
2: to make Leg Wax. I was the entire Mm. factory for Mr. Michael's Soft Cosmetic Wax.
3: And how'd that work out? Oh,
2: my God. That was a miserable job. I I literally stood over a kettle, a copper kettle with a big wooden spoon, and I stirred it like the witches from Hamlet or Macbeth. (laughs) Whichever <laughs> movie has the witches or the TV, the Shakespeare show.
3: Anyway, I'm like, <laughs> I can't talk because
2: I'm on the mis- muscle things. Yeah, I'm, not, All right. I'm
3: trying to find the series here, but yeah, go
2: ahead. All right, find me the show. I, wanna, I might enjoy I'm trying it. to. I, I'm trying I, to. You know, I want to yeah. see somebody slathering algae on their stomach. I can't think of anything <laughs> more exciting. All right, John, you're up.
3: Welcome to Talking Savings. Real Money. Yeah. Uh. Hi, John. Thank you, sir.
5: Okay, my question, you were talking earlier about the 401k and the Roth portion, that when you reach 72, you got to take out the money. So my question is, do you have to take it out of the Roth portion, or can you combine the two totals and take that percentage out that you need to take out and take it all out of the 401k portion?
3: No, those are two different things. You're going to have to take some out of each one. Okay. Some from the pre-tax and some from the post-tax. Bummer.
5: Yeah. That's, yeah, Sounds good, bummer. but
3: no, can't do it. Bummer. Yeah.
2: Gosh. Now okay. They, now, now you're going to be stuck watching some lady slather algae I'm on her stomach. I'm trying to find this
3: series. It's driving me nuts now. <laughs> I can't find it. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for the call. <laughs> Eight five five nine three five. Talk. Belly another? cream or belly something? Oh, Lord, or, this I sounds I terrible. Somebody will know. It, no, it's it, uh-huh. the woman is fascinating. All
2: right, I'm going to start a call and then I'm going to look. Okay, you ready?
3: You'll probably find it before I do.
2: Hold on, I got to push the button.
1: Hi, my question is about the nine percent Treasury bill bond that I've been hearing about. Is that a 30 year bond? And if so, do I need to wait 30 years before I cash it out? And if I cash it out sooner, do I lose the interest? Is there a penalty? I would prefer that I have the answer both on the air and directly to me Oh, no,
3: no, no. no. We're not giving your number up. We don't do that. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. And and by the way, just to let you know,
2: we we don't call you back with answers. We can't start getting into that. That's really too complicated. No. Okay. So what
3: she's asking about is Series I bonds, which I believe you still have another month to buy at 9.6%, at which time they will reset the rate for the following six months. And it'll still Um, be high. It'll still be high. You correctly point out it is a 30-year bond. You have to keep the bond for at least five years to get all of the interest. Should you cash it in earlier, you lose, I think, I think you lose, uh, what is it, one quarter's worth of interest if you cash in before the five years.
2: That would be correct, sir.
3: Can't get it at all, I think, in one year or two. I always forget that it's and it's only a, it's a maximum of $10,000
2: period. And I'm telling you Tom actually hallucinated this television show oh. because it doesn't exist.
3: Tiger Tiger we have a couple minutes. <laughs> Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hope he knows the show or she knows the show. All
4: right. Uh I should probably tell you right off the bat that I don't know anything. Okay. Welcome so, to the club. Yeah. Um we have a, we have about 700 grand in equity in our house right now. And we were in the process of doing a HELOC uh when the rates started jumping up and so now the rates are whatever they are six seven five six five um i'm wondering <laughs> this is probably a stupid question but should i still get the heloc and should i use some of that money to do some investing i have no. a buddy of mine that's yeah. my, my investment
2: now no no wait oh whoa sta- whoa whoa i'm gonna step back buddy You have a buddy what? who's doing what
4: my buddy is my investment guy, so yeah. he does all my stocks and everything. Yeah, what kind and of I what kind of stuff does he put doubtful.
2: you in? Huh? What?
4: Okay, remember when I started this conversation and I said, I don't know anything? Oh, you don't That's know. Really, I just, okay. I literally, well, I one, give it to him. I give it to him, and he just does it. All
2: right, Tom, quick, tell him <laughs> what to do. I don't know what
4: to I do. Know I know what mean, to do. Hire okay. your buddy. Yeah, I don't one, know. One, That's one, crazy. One,
2: one, the first rule of investing is, Never hire your buddy unless you totally vet your buddy. And you can't totally vet your buddy because you don't know anything. And that's not a bad thing. Most people don't know anything. No, you should not buy or borrow money at these rates to invest, particularly not on a HELOC, because rates will fluctuate on the HELOC. Three, I'm going to mention this okay. after the break. Let us vet your buddy. It's hard to vet your own buddy because he's a buddy. It's a bus- It should be a business dealing. I'm going to tell you right after the break how to get your buddy, buddy, your buddy best. Tom and, Don
1: are talking real money.
2: Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. dot com.
1: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
2: All right, I'm gonna try and say this before we run out of the hour. Okay, Tiger, you need to vet your buddy. Vetting buddies is hard because they're buddies. You don't wanna you don't wanna upset your buddy. So put the onus on somebody else. Let us vet your buddy. Get hold of a couple of account statements. Go to vestory.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the page. Set up an appointment with one of our advisors to look at it. Or call 800-386-3004. That's our office number. And ask for Tom. Just ask for Tom. Say, Tom said he would vet my buddy. (laughs) And he will vet your buddy. We'll help anybody, anytime, anywhere. No cost, no obligation, no sales pitch. Just go to
0: vestory.com